So Eddie Jackson, thanks a million for coming in to the actor's room. Thank you for asking me. No worries <laughs> at all. Delighted to have you here. So um, I suppose everybody kind of wants to know a little bit about your background. So how did you start acting? Um, started, actually the first short film that I'd done was in uh, my school in James's Street with my art teacher. He yeah. put together a short film and I'd never really had, I'd done like a few plays back in the day, like when I was really young, but um, I never really thought about it. Like, I, I applied in my CAO for pharmaceutical science, and I didn't even know what it was. So, to be honest, <laughs> when I was leaving school, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And after I'd done the short film, I'd done kind of well at a few festivals and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, he suggested that I could go and do acting in college. Uh, and I knew, Who's he, sorry? Uh, it's my teacher. His name was Sean Maloney, who's an art teacher in James Street. Right. Um, and he suggested, so I had to go find two monologues. Mm-hmm. Um, which I didn't even know what a monologue was at the time. Yeah. And I got handed a Shakespeare one. I was studying Macbeth at the time. And, <laughs> and, uh, Knock on wood. Yeah. And uh, I studied Macbeth at the time, so I took one from that. And then my English teacher gave me Philadelphia, Here I Come. And just to show the lack of anything I knew about theatre, I was reading through it wondering when he got AIDS. Because oh, okay. I thought it was Philadelphia film play version of it. Oh, no. So I just, I just, I just applied to co to a few colleges, like, and I applied to colleges as acting rather than independent acting courses because I didn't know they existed. Okay. Uh, I applied to Trinity and I didn't get in, and I applied to then I just applied to the one down the road to me, which was Inchicore Core College, and I done my audition, and on my five minute walk home, I got a call from the mask, and do I want to do the course? So that's kind of how I start, like, how I start uh, wanting to be an actor. Okay, um, so somebody so saw something in you and was like, yeah, and it, it, yeah, I suppose it gave confidence in me to do to that someone seen me, seen something in me to do something. And I said, all right, if someone sees it, because maybe you don't always see it in yourself, you know, so no. um, that, that's that's how I start doing it. So the love came really after I start doing it rather than before, mm -hmm. um, as you start to, yeah, as you start to learn more and more about it and start to learn more about the technique uh, yeah. and you start to grow respect for it, for other actors and what they do. Um and how much work is, is involved in, in everything. You, you would yeah. think, like, you know, anybody that's not in the industry might just think it's just reading text and there's, yeah. there's a lot more oh, to yeah, it. Oh, yeah, you yeah. don't even think about it. You just yeah. think they play characters and that's a lovely job to do, but you don't yeah. you don't realise how much, like, I mean, even your life, um, your friends who aren't involved, having to cancel on them all the time and, you know, and this, this stuff comes up. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, I, I, I don't regret not uh, going to college, not going to college and not doing so. I'm really happy that me, our teacher kind of, like put me forward yeah. for it and told me to do it like you know and I'll always be kind of I'll always remember him for that like you know so it's nice yeah that is really nice and what about family though how were they when you kind of turned around and said I'd like to try acting uh, well, me, well I live I live I grew up only with my mother and yeah. she's always been quite um, she's always been a person who lets you make your mistakes mm -hmm. uh, first and let you learn from them rather than give out to you before them so she's always been the most supportive person to me like and she's I mean she's for the last eight years even when I wasn't getting paid jobs say um, she's always been telling me to go do it even moments where I had doubts she would be telling me to go do it um, and there was even a grant to go to uh, when I was leaving school there was a grant that got passed down for, to a few people to go do law in Griffith College and mm -hmm. it eventually got to me because so many people turned it down um, I mean Ma works for a barrister and she said well go be an actor or a barrister it's the same thing they all they all lie anyway so <laughs> 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 okay, so, yeah. that was good. That's very positive. Yeah. So she's always been quite very, very supportive of me. Yeah, yeah. So you need that, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, specifically, I think when you're in a creative industry, because you're getting so many knocks mm. all the time. Um, I suppose what was your big first big break? Do you think? Well, me bit like for me, like 
for the jobs that I want to do as an actor, my big break came last year when I done when I got cast in Game of Thrones. Um, mm. But I done a film a few years ago called Promise Land, and that kind of made me feel like an actor eventually. Do you know what? I, mm-hmm. like, and I don't mean that. Uh, like, you can post stuff on Facebook as much as you want I about know. where you're going and what you're doing and thing. But at the end of the day, when you're on with yourself, you, you question: you know. Am I? Am I? Am I doing what I want to do? Am I an actor? And um, I done a short film a few years ago called Promise Land, which done well, and I got to go to a few things as an actor, as part of something. And yeah. that was the moment where I kind of felt like I was an actor eventually I could mm-hmm. call myself an actor before that I was doing little bits and pieces and when you're met when you're working more hours in another job then you are as an actor you can't I don't think you can you don't feel like say, so yeah, yeah yeah so well, what was that then exactly it was just like going to premieres or was that like the feeling on set that made you feel that way just yeah no the feeling on set I'm, I'm working with people because anything I'd done before was like come on here and do a day like a college production come on here and do a day and there's nothing it's not going to festivals after it's just yeah. you see it and then you get to watch it you know and mm-hmm. that's that's really all that happens mm-hmm. uh, but when I done that like it got it went on to festivals and it, and it done well and you got to meet up with the cast again and you finally start to see all right I'll, I can make acquaintances through this and you, you end up getting work off the next person and like as my friend Mark always says work breeds work so does, yeah. the more you do the more you, the more people you meet mm-hmm. um so that's kind of the first time I felt uh brought into the industry so mm-hmm. and 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 known by other actors and stuff mm-hmm. like that like yeah and prior to that were you, you were writing stuff as well were you you were doing your own work or yeah I was writing stuff I wrote uh two short films with uh, an actor Mark McCabe he's in London now mm-hmm. um me and him wrote two short films it was originally I went to a class with Maureen Hughes and she said if you're not getting seen for stuff get out and write your own stuff yeah make your own and it's great the way we have it now that you can do your own um self tapes and you can put stuff off online I mean some people probably do it a little too much like we don't need to see your audition <laughs> piece online guys you're grand but it's great and, and as we were saying upstairs like it's great because it's it's you don't need permission to go do this stuff anymore yeah. like you know and um I remember when I left college you still had to print out your headshot to go to an audition with do you know mm-hmm. and now it's I all do, done yeah. through email and it's all done through this and you can send on a self-tape to someone even if they're not seeing you for the part and that can change their mind if yeah. they're open to looking at stuff. Mm. So after I'd done the class, literally the next week I met Mark and he asked me would I be interested in writing a short film. So we did and it was it was called House of Cards before the TV show came out. Of course. <laughs> literally a week, they literally stole a the year name. before. <laughs> and uh, we wrote that and we got a good cast in and we worked with a really nice crew, a lot of crew that we met. And th- that was another part that kind of was a big turning point for me because we got to audition people for things. And you're constantly getting told uh, uh, uh classes for auditions that they want you for the part you just need to show them what they want and you're sitting there as an actor who hasn't got a part and you're going they don't want me yeah I have to I have to really prove myself to these people and blah 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 but when you're auditioning people you do realize they they do want you do want the next person to come in and show you I want this part you know so that made me relax a little bit when I went to auditions then okay do you know what I mean on the other when side you're on the it. other side because okay. you understand what what you need to give the person, you know, and that's it, interesting. That, actually, that's so. Isn't it? If I was, I'd advise any actor to go out and even if it's just for a scene, yeah, you're looking to do it with another person is hold a few auditions and just see that you are looking for someone to come in and show you something different, like you know, yeah. and um, and you're hoping for them to do well, like ultimately, yeah, you just yeah, you're, you're hoping that the yeah. next, you're, you're calling them in for a reason. You like something about them, you know, and you're not. Yeah. There, there shouldn't be such a negativity from actors walking into a audition process. Uh, straight away that like oh they don't, I'm just in here because mm. you know someone else is going to get the part they need to fill quotas or something you know and <laughs> okay, yeah. I mean I've been on the other side of that as well you know it does happen but unfortunately but um it just depends really I, I, yeah. I think I think it's important to to to, to lock down that and, and 
if you've done an audition yourself if you audition people it really yeah. really helps like yeah so it'd be yeah. writing and auditioning and, and try yeah. different areas get involved yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely 100 percent. and um there was something else i wanted to ask you in regards to that like when you're talking about auditions uh, how do you prepare for an audition and like do you still get nervous um i uh, it, it, it it really depends like i suppose it's 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 i, I don't I don't get really nervous now about no. a an audition. I used to get really nervous, and then you were then I I think I had one audition where I was holding a script, um, and I wasn't off book, which is the first tip: just get off book. Yeah. Like that, if you can say it to <laughs> anyone, like it, it, just get off book. You're not; they can't change it and mold you into what they want if you're still holding a script. So that'd be me forced advice going into a thing yeah. and you're standing there and you're a little bit nervous and the, and the thing's shaking because you're holding a script. I know, you know, and and that that made me go like, right, don't. There's no reason to be nervous doing this, you know, and then once again, doing the auditions myself mm-hmm. helps that. Like, there's no reason to be n- nervous. You're going in there to try to create something with someone and you yeah. shouldn't be too nervous about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's... That's number one. And then what about, like, prepping for... Say, for instance, you get sides, you know, the night before or something. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you're like, damn it, I have no time to learn. So you're, you're learning them. You're, mm. You probably spend most of the time learning, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, you know, how do you attack the character then like what are the qu- are there questions that you ask yourself or well I, I i done a, i done a class last year with terry mcmahon and he gave me a lot of goods a lot I did that last yeah year. a lot of good he is things. so good isn't yeah, he nice no, brilliant like he's I, so good. I, I don't need to jinx myself but i've nailed most of the auditions i've done since that class like for him i would yeah say and he's brilliant yeah i done it a few years ago and then i stopped and i don't know why i stopped until he said it but he said walk around with your life if you have a day to learn it and you get it that morning and you have to go out because uh, unfortunately you're, you're, you're a, a person with a life and you have to go do something the day before an audition really quick. Put it down on tape and listen to it in your ears. And don't worry about walking around with a thing in your ear going, repeating lines back because half the, half the city are walking around talking into a phone. Yeah. Do you know, so you don't look weird, you know, anything. Yeah. And you're going to feel less weird the next day when you walk into that audition and you know your lines mm-hmm. and you don't need to sit there worrying about your lines and you're going, oh, do I remember those lines? And the director is trying to give you a, yeah. a, a note or something and, and you you're sitting there thinking, like, oh, yeah. I won't remember this line. So I'd say I, I try to go into auditions as open as possible mm. without saying, like, I want the character to be this. Mm-hmm. Because they, obviously, when you're being taught in acting class, like, make sure you read the whole script and make sure you know the whole story yeah. arc. And it, it's nearly impossible sometimes with. TV shows or yeah, something like a, a example with Game of Thrones. There's no way I'm going to get the whole episode of that. Even even when you've done the show, you're not getting the whole episode. No. So you're not going to know you the whole story of what's going on. Mm-hmm. You have to go in and just try to to contribute to what they're trying to make. Like you know, and the way they see that is if you're able to go in as a blank slate and they're able to mold you in the audition room very quickly. Like and if they can do that, then they won't have time on the set to do it if you're only doing two or three lines on something as big as that. Mm-hmm. So they want to know that it's someone they can trust that they can just turn around to and go right. Whereas if you've overlearned it the night before and you're stuck in one rigid thing, I mm-hmm. think they, they can see that. And they, I think that sometimes can lo- lose actors' parts. Even yeah. if that audition's brilliant and what their idea was is brilliant. Yeah, but they're not taking direction. But they're not taking direction. Yeah. And a director, unless they're dealing with the main star of it, mm-hmm. might not have time for you. And that's understandable when you see what they have to do on set. You know, yeah, They might just want to say one word to you and let you go off and do, you know, it's... Do it's, your thing, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, so it's it's interesting. So, like, obviously, lines are really important. And then you don't always get, like, as you say, the script, the side, everything. So, like, are you asking yourself stuff before you go in? What are, like, 
or nothing. You're just completely blank going in, are you? Yeah. Well, no. As 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 you know, if you've done, if you've done the class as well, I mm. I set I set from what from the information that they, all you can do is use the information that I can give that, that they give you, and they know that they've only given you so much information. They're not going to give out to you for not knowing that your character goes on to save the world or something. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's it's not. They're not going to be like that. So, take the information that they have and give your character an objective. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, whether it's whether it's to the other person, and you you might not have a clue what the other person's character is either, you know. And you just have to go in and uh, the, the show be the tenth person out of ten that does something different and tries something new with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's what I would say is the best way. Yeah. Um, Try stand out in some tr- way. It's 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 hard, you know. It's it's it's. Well, you can talk, you can talk around it in circles, but you never know what the people are thinking either. You know, yeah. you can just go in and you can't get too downhearted about it after. Yeah. You know, yeah. you move on. That's and ultimately, you can only do that character like your yeah. way. Nobody yeah. else can do it your way. Yeah. So you know, there should be enough relaxation knowing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also the downhearted. You don't want people like a lot of actors. I think can lose. They lose. They can lose an audition and they have to go home and question, mm. "Am I doing the right thing?" It's not about that. It's not that you're bad. Yeah. You're in the room because you're good. You just don't suit it exactly. That's yeah. most of the time. I think any casting director would tell you that. that it's something. It's it's because your it's because your eyes are blue. Yeah. Do you know they're you too don't. blue? It's sorry. Do you know like and it's something <laughs> as small as that. Like you know, it's it happens to people. Unfortunately, it's hard, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. really hard. It's like a lot of rejection, um, but perseverance. And I suppose it goes back to you talking about writing parts for yourself. Then mm. so that you're kind of empowering yourself, and you have done that. So. Um, that's what stands out. Um, you went on, you did uh, Vikings. What was that like? That was my first kind of big set, say, film. Yeah. Um, and I won't lie, because I've met a lot of the crew and cast and everything of Vikings, and they're all lovely, but I didn't have a great day because I had to be head shaved in the monk thing, and I was down on the beach, and it was really sunny, and we filmed the first part of the scene, and then the director said, oh, we'll kill him later, so I had to go back and wait in my trailer smelling like fish. Oh god! And I couldn't leave because it was so sunny. I'd get my head burnt. Um, but it was a good. It was good it, it, for, for any job after that. I'm always happy that I got that. Yeah. Um, small part on Vikings because it kept. And next time I walk onto a big set, it wasn't overwhelming, mm-hmm. and I had lines on the next big set, and I had yeah. to do more on the next big set. So I wasn't, you know, like worrying about oh this and that and this kind of stuff. You kind of had an idea of what happens. You get up early, you go in, you get to eat half your breakfast and then someone pulls you out of your trailer and, you know, and that yeah. kind of, so you know this stuff is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you're more prepared for the second time when when you think, and that's why I think they say you get a bit of extra work under your belt once, yeah. get onto a big set, try it, mm-hmm. just see how things flow. You know, I, I done it on tutors for a day. <laughs> um, <laughs> and how was that? What did you think the experience of that was like? Of doing extras? Yeah. Um... It's 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 hard, you know. Like it is hard, and like one of my housemates was doing it on on a on a film recently, um, and he thought it was excellent. He said, "It's I'm doing really good stuff, and it's it's great. Like you get to sit around all day, and you get paid eighty quid for it or whatever." <laughs> and you're like, I was like, "Yeah, how long have you been there for, man?" And he's like, 12 hours." And I said, like, "Well, that's less than minimum wage." Yeah, Do you know. So for some of them, like some of them love doing it, and you, I've been on a few things. I've done a thing called Rain there earlier on in the year. Yeah, I love and, that. Uh, yeah, and there's yeah. some people that. There's some people there that some people just love it, 
but then there's some extras who are trying who want to be actors and my only advice would be don't do it too much yes because you get seen because you get it. seen as it you know and yeah. it's, it's unfortunately like I, I don't think that way but unfortunately people do think that way yeah well you get you know, the typecast it's, yeah. it's like everything yeah. you do the same type of role over and over again people get used to seeing you in that role yeah. and it's, it's difficult for them to then take you out of that and put you somewhere else yeah yeah definitely um, yeah. so yeah well the audition process I suppose like for like rain what was that like it's kind of weird, because I, <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. I watched. No, that I, I know. I, 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 I like. I really I like, enjoy that. I like I, guilty pleasure. I watched bits of it. A lot of people have said that. To me. It was honestly <laughs> a guilty pleasure. I um, I auditioned for that. Um, I was wondering. I got the script the day before, as you do, and it's only it was only one or it was only two, two or three lines, I think. But mm. uh, which is even harder because they're in different scenes and all this kind of stuff, and it's kind of hard to audition with it. Yeah. Uh, and I got it the night before, and it said Scottish. Pillinger or whatever and I'm like oh great I have to put on a Scottish <laughs> accent overnight great so I rang my agent and I said oh, I don't know if I can do a Scottish accent a day it's definitely one of my weak ones I need to thing and she said don't worry about it don't <laughs> so worry about it. it was quite a relaxed um audition to be honest it was mm. a nice audition it was just say, say the two lines in a certain type of accent and they just got to say a few different ways and then yeah obviously you wanted to set and they wanted it a completely different way always um, who is um who's the casting director on that uh, the casting director was uh, Ali Coffey. Yeah, yeah, she's really lovely. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, no, Ali's lovely. Yeah, um, she she cast that, which is which is great to see that there's, there's other things because I didn't even know I didn't even know about the show to be honest before I done it. Okay. And it, hearing that little things like that are being filmed in Ireland two weeks here, two weeks there is is optimistic for any actors as well. Yeah. Like you know, and it, I'm, I I've been lucky that over the last year or so that I've got to see. Um, how much stuff actually is coming in, be filmed here, and then they leave really quick. Mm-hmm. But it's an opportunity for an actor to go and get a good credit or go and get something that'll put their name out there a bit, you know? Absolutely. Uh, which is, a, which is a good, it can only be a good thing. Yeah. Um, Amazing. Yeah. And then um, then you got called for Game of Thrones. Obviously, you were doing a few bits in between, but Game of Thrones, what was, how did that audition come about, firstly? Uh, I auditioned Nina, Go- uh, not Nina Gold, uh, Carla Strong, yeah. who works for Nina Gold. Uh, she auditioned me a few times. I auditioned for the fourth season of Game of Thrones, and I had no idea what I was about to audition for. Like, like okay. before Game, let's pre-Game it. Like okay. before Game, we the know Game phenomenon. of Thrones exists. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking it's kind of like the games workshop kind of thing. <laughs> like it's going to be an overly fantasy okay. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I auditioned. I auditioned a few times for her. I even went up to Belfast one time to audition for her. And she always, uh, any audition I done, she always liked me, and I always got feedback of the idea of like they just went with someone else, or they wanted to change the look of the character or anything like that. Um, and then I got called in last year for the part uh, of Bellicio, and they just done one, just one audition, and I got, I got, I got done the audition on Thursday, and then I got called on Monday to go in for Tuesday wow. to Belfast. So, so it happened quick. very quickly, you know, yeah. and then I had the second week in Almeria a month later, which was was nice then because I'd already done the force really quick enough to wait around worrying about it mm-hmm. and everything. And the scene that I auditioned, we'd, we'd done straight away on the Wednesday. So I went from auditioning in, I'd done the audition in Bow Street the week before to the week after sitting on the set with Peter Dinklage and all that. And that was great. Like, you know, so. It's got to be so surreal. Yeah, no, that was. And I, it was That's surreal. Like, yeah, because like, I was a big fan of it, watching it, you know what I mean? So, um Sitting there with them all was it was a uh, was a bit weird. Like, yeah. and, and it, it was the first, it was the first time I seen where where an actor like Peter obviously has has because of the character that he's built on the show has a, has can have a say in what's 
this how the scene is portrayed and he's mm-hmm. very generous I've seen him give away lines to people on the set like you know he gives his line he gave a line to someone else you know oh. um and he he, they they have this great knack of just make he made you feel very comfortable straight away. He came straight over and introduced himself because he hadn't met me before. The other two lads had been on the set before, mm-hmm. and he's very he's a very shy person actually. But he came over and introduced himself, and straight away everyone just made you feel very comfortable. You didn't feel like he'd walked into this and you didn't belong there and everything. Yeah. They were all so nice and straight away you just felt really really like Jacob. You know that um, who plays Grey Worm. So he has another name, right? Oh, Richard yeah. Jacob. Because yeah. um, he has another name on his music <laughs> thing. So I always get it mixed up then. He's like, you see him play Grey Worm and you think like, Jesus, he's a really serious bloke. Like, but he's the furthest thing from it. He's such really? a messer. Like, yeah, yeah. So I love that. Um, yeah. So like you meet these people and you realise, oh, hold on a second. These are all just, you know, they're all just the same, you know, yeah. the same insecurity, same everything as everyone else. Like, so it, it took about 10 minutes before I was relaxed and not okay. overwhelmed. But overwhelmed for about 10 minutes and then, straight away making jokes about the same things you make jokes about with your mates at home and that you're fine again with them like you know yeah um, yeah that's amazing yeah. yeah uh would you have any like tips um for people i suppose like starting off like we always kind of finalize with this like so what would your tips be for actors starting out and also actors who i suppose are getting like a lot of no's you know so <laughs> Well, start, starting out, like, if, you, if you're just starting, and I've had a few people come up and say they're thinking about getting into acting, and a lot of people have over the last few years because of the recession, and, and they realise that their job, the job that they wanted to do is, or they, they thought they wanted to do, but they actually have this underlying passion to go to acting. Mm-hmm. A few people have come up to me in the last year or so and said, look, I'm thinking about getting in, what should I do? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's okay, it's sim- as simple as, look, get yourself on tape. You know, get yourself on tape with a duologue. Right. You know, because you can do a monologue to... to to the end of the world and no one's you can watch it and it's great but th- what they really want to see is they want to see you listening they want to see you acting reacting you know everything yeah. back so do uh, don't sit in your room just doing monologues and send them off to people yes. because like how i don't even know how many arc actors are in ireland so someone like louise kiley or uh, let's say maureen used and like they can't sit there every night a week watching 10 monologues you know they have to have a life after they leave their nine to five so they might be able to watch one or two a night with their own thing but they're not going to sit there and watch everyone's and you i wouldn't be able to do it so i wouldn't expect anyone else to do it do you know so i'd say get yourself get yourself down with a duologue and put it up and get like the internet's there now you know and like i think as we said like it's Mm -hmm. i I left when it wasn't social network social media wasn't a big thing i left Mm -hmm. college and i was as i said printing out my cvs and you were bringing it in and that was the way you posted your headshot and cv off to someone yeah and you might not hear anything but now you have like internet like this what the web fest next week even like mm-hmm. you know you can put stuff up if you have a good idea three episodes you can go up and put it on youtube Absolutely. you know and you've done it and you've you've built a little bit of experience yeah you know even working because as we were doing the films obviously we had no budget uh, our short films so we had to do crew stuff and we had to do production stuff and we had to help and that's another appreciation Mm-hmm. of the overall picture of what how a film works like you know yeah. when you're not sitting there talking to the second ad on set when they're trying to because they're going to have to be nice enough to tell you to to talk to you because yeah, they're not going to be rude but you're distracting them from your job and you've made you know so it's it's loads of different etiquettes but leaving i'd say get yourself down on tape get a cv in and just do short films where you think be selfish mm-hmm. in a way and do short films even if it's just a college film because you have no other experience if you see a scene in that college scene Mm-hmm. That you can go. That's a showreel scene for me. Yeah. Because at the moment you're only trying to build a name for yourself. You're not an actor. You're you, you're starting to be an actor. You know. Yeah. You have to. You can't just turn around and go. I'm an actor, and that's it. You have to s- 
make progress to doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'd say get get your stuff down and, yeah. and and then get it out to people and let people see it because that's the only way you're going to get your name out there. I know. You know? Um, I think it's really difficult for Irish people though because like promoting yourself, like we have this thing where... Um, it's kind of you feel like it's bragging yeah. like yeah, 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 you, know, yeah, yeah. So you have to get over that and the interesting thing that you've actually uh, hit on there uh, Eddie is I heard um, uh, we we had like the we had a scheme that started for actors and directors and Lisa Mulcahy was in and she said the same right. thing about listening listening is the most important right. thing and sure uh, you know yourself with Terry's class he's always well, talking yeah. about that too yeah, yeah. well my, my college teacher gave, I, and I still use it to this day and he said he's very old school which I really liked he's really into his theatre and uh, I still carry a lot of those things with me like you know that's why I have the beard the long hair is because you want to be a thing like if someone this isn't a fashion thing yeah. it's just if you need to cut it off it's there and you can be moulded and that's the way I was taught to do that you know mm-hmm. um, and he get, said this is the only line that you'll ever need to use as an actor he said you can go to all the classes and all the training and that, all that other stuff is going to tweak and, and make you perfect mm-hmm. because if you stick to this one line you'll be grand and it's listen if you listen you'll react if you react you're acting and that's as simple as that that's the best advice yeah. and it's ever. Just, that's all he's that's all that's he, just keep that in your mind you're listening and that that's all you know it's yeah. it's it's a hard thing to do like some people say like it's a hard thing to pretend that this is the first time you've heard this mm-hmm. piece mm-hmm. of information you've heard it 10 times in rehearsals and you've heard it 20 times through takes and you're close up they're close up back but they're keeping that momentum you know and it's something simple as well what i say to people is, is keep active outside of acting mm-hmm because if you're not, if, if, if you're if you're not making a living off this yet, which some people are lucky to and some people aren't, people that aren't doesn't necessarily make them bad actors. It's just mm-hmm. the other people that are have got, had a bit of luck. Yeah. Let's be let's be fair about yeah. it. It's a bit lucky to get in and you get to do stuff. If you're not doing it, don't get keep like get out and jog, keep stuff because it's long days. Eventually, if you're not doing it for a year and you eventually get called up and you have to do a month of shooting, and you're wrecked by the third day and mm-hmm. you've been doing 12 hours days and you're not able to do what you wanted to show them because you're too tired. It would be my other piece of advice. If you're not acting, keep active, like honestly, keep because because you're obviously with the, the amount of depression going around and everything, yeah. people who aren't working, uh, it's the same for any actor who's not working. Um, it gets you down. It can get you down and, then, yeah. and you need to keep active as well. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I tried to do while I was doing, even if it's with a part-time job or a hobby, you know, something like that, like just yeah. to keep your brain going. There's no point locking your, you're an actor, you're supposed to be analysing things and observing things and if you're locking yourself away all the time. You're or, observing nothing. You're not observing anything, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, absolutely, 100%. Uh, and also it makes it interesting when you go into a, like an audition room and someone's like, oh, how are you? And they're talking to you and you've nothing to offer because you haven't been doing anything. Yeah, yeah. They, don't necessarily, yeah they don't necessarily want to hear every other acting job that you've had. When someone says, what are you up to in an audition room? They're not necessarily... Saying, saying how many acting jobs you get because if you're not getting any acting jobs you're not getting this part yeah they're just talking to you yeah. you know like yeah, to, you to, 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 to probably to relax you sometimes you know like to so. relax you. Yeah. yeah and um i normally ask people what's the best piece of advice that they ever received but i think that might be it for you the yeah no that 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 would be that would be yeah, yeah. I've, had, I've i've been very lucky i've met some really really good people like through the through the last what uh nine years since i left college and even in college and I met them at a good time when they were able to offer me advice that gave me confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, Terry being one of them, uh, Derek uh, Chapman from my college being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I went into Terry's class last year, I was a bit on the, oh, what am I doing? Blah, 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 blah. I'll try this course, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it completely, re- like, completely rejuvenated me into 
putting my foot down and going right I'm do, I'm going to do this I'm going to be an actor that's there's no doubt about it like yeah um because you have to look around and you eventually go do I want to do this or I want to do that what you know and mm-hmm. you have you, like any actor who hasn't questioned themselves has been very very lucky I'll tell yeah. you that like they've come straight out of college and got into something and they've never had to question themselves but uh, unfortunately the other side of this story is all the actors that aren't yeah out there doing work and that's the people that I suppose this podcast is for and mm-hmm. um and the people that are, are still looking for work and it's just just keep trying like and keep putting your foot in the door and yeah. if you if you if you're lying on your deathbed and you wanted to be an actor and you never had it you never said uh you never really gave it a go like you know you never stuck your foot in a door like and it, it's not about networking it's I'm not a networker no I'm not I a networker it. at all like I'm not a networker I'm not going to go up to someone and start talking to them if I don't have some sort of inkling to them I've never been introduced yeah, to them anything weird. like that I find it quite weird like mm. so a lot of people base most of their career on trying to do that I see, I see people doing that and you're saying you're a good actor you don't need to do that like yeah you know get out and get out and do some short films like and and, and, and show them like yeah know, and just let it shine yeah, yeah. And really, ultimately, like networking is just, I suppose, about being friendly. Yeah. Like, but it's it's difficult. But like, if, if you're if you're on a night out, like if I was on a night out and twenty people were coming up trying to chat to me that I didn't know, and I'm trying to sit here chat to one of my mates who I hadn't seen in a month. Yeah. It's. Weird. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be like get that person in for an audition. Yeah. <laughs> like that person's like, brilliant. That person is yeah. irritating me. I'm yeah, never yeah, speaking yeah. to them so ever again. I think I think it's a, it's a careful balance between networking and annoying. People, you know, so and you have to tread <laughs> okay. the line carefully. Point taken. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're going to come into us uh, for the Dove Web Fest yeah. uh, for the panel um, Friday week, which I don't know. It depends on when we get this edited. It'll go out. But, oh yeah, yeah. Um, you, so anybody that wants to pop in, we still have tickets going. Um, we'll be having chats, and specifically, it's about acting and how everybody got started. You're going to be mm. with a few other people. Thanks a million for coming in for that. No and problem, thanks a million, Eddie Jackson, for coming in <laughs> and chatting to us on the podcast. Thanks Thank a million. Thank you. No problem. <laughs>